he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we come again. Thank you for your many blessings. Uh, week not promised, days not promised, Lord, but we are so thankful that you saw fit to let us uh, our days roll on a little longer. Lord, bless those under the sound of my voice. Give them peace, power in your presence. Oh, God, bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, Lord, with power from on high. Uh, to shout your word, your message, Lord, that someone may be helped, someone may be shown the way to a better life in Christ. Oh, God, we love you. We lift up your name. We praise you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. This week, we're so glad you're able to join us again. Um, have a moment of your time on this Sunday morning fellowship through podcast and I still like this venue because you can take it wherever you want to listen to your favorite podcast. But on this Sunday, we start a new series, I believe, for a couple of Sundays. Uh, be in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, this week, verses 4 through 5, and then we'll drop down to 12 and 14. But I will be. Uh, tiptoeing through several uh, verses in that particular chapter. Last Sunday I told, I asked the church to key in on chapter 1 and 2, which will be in um, the series. But uh, This week, chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, uh, 12 through 14. I'll be reading the CSB translation. We ask whatever translation you have, you follow along says this, while he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which he said, you have heard me speak about, for John the Baptist, John baptized, rather, with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. Verse 12, then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, which is near Jerusalem 
a Sabbath day's journey away. When they arrived, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. They were all continually united in prayer, along with the women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Just want to tag this text in the series. Um, the series is Get It Together. Get It Together. The text for this week, uh, the title for these few sermonic points is What the Church Should Do Now. What the Church Should Do Now. Um, I didn't see it coming. I've been driving it for three years, and it had been pretty good on the highway and traveling, but inevitably, the dreaded check engine light came on in our GMC Acadia crossover utility vehicle. I went to get an oil change, and the mechanic mentioned to me that I could still get around in it for a brief period of time, but it would have very little power upon acceleration. I had access to move and get from one point to another, but I had very little power at my disposal. I had it checked and there was a gasket issue and spark plugs needed changing. And this would address the lack of power that was not at my disposal. Once the power issue was addressed, it could run and do what it was supposed to do. Much to my chagrin, I was forced to put it in the shop. But after I got it out of the shop, you could tell that the power was again available to use. Oh, my brothers and sisters, beloved, we too sometimes need to check on our power source. Wondering why you are feeling disgusted, discouraged, and dismayed? Check your power source. Wondering why you are feeling left out, left behind, let down? Check your power source. Because if your power source is connected, then you have, if you have been praying, reading your Bible, and coming to church, you have been getting the power you need to keep on keeping on in the name of the Savior. And you are strong then when we gather together in the name of Jesus. We are better for it because your strength gives strength and so on and so on. And someone who is going through something can receive an extra something from somebody who is strong in the Lord. Preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. And in this book of Acts is, is an important book for understanding the actions of the apostles. Acts concerns the very vital period in Christian history between the resurrection of Jesus and the death of the apostle Paul. It concerns the apostles, mostly Peter and Paul, and after Jesus' ascension into heaven. It is important in helping us understand how we can be directed by the Holy Spirit and the role of Jesus' lessons 
in our lives. Acts shows us how the church is to respond when living in a predominantly pagan culture. Because one day Jesus will return the same way he left. And let's look at the text this morning first. Let's look and see there must be obedience for there to be access. And in the text, Jesus, before he ascended, tells the disciples to return to Jerusalem and stay until you receive what you're supposed to receive. <laughs> yeah, go back to Jerusalem and stay there. And this is notable because their obedience is paramount to them receiving a blessing. See, after you pray, you're supposed to obey. Yeah, you, you be obedient after you done heard a word from the Lord. You're supposed to obey the word of the Lord. They returned to Jerusalem. Wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly what they did. Isn't this funny? It's a far cry from the group that had previously been in doubt about who Jesus was, even after they had seen miracles upon miracles, even after they had seen Jesus walk on water and raise the dead, they still had their doubts about who he was until he ascended. They didn't forget the sermon right after they heard it. Isn't it funny how sometimes saints hear the sermon, the message about what God is, uh, is going to do in their life and what he has told them, and they forget about it. Go on and keep doing what they want to do. But the disciples, they did exactly what Jesus told them to do, even though he was no longer physically present with them. They listened to the word. That's what the word does. Jesus is the word. He's the answer for the world today. And in his word, there is answers for what travails and what uh, tries to take us out of his blessings. So we must realize that his word is pure. We must realize that his word is filled with promise. His word is powerful. And so the disciples finally figuring out who Jesus was and who he was, they decided to be obedient for a change. Uh, the disciples went back to Jerusalem. That, that's a message for some today. Uh, we need to make sure we're obedient to what God is telling us. We don't have access to power because we're obedient. We lack obedience in the remedial part of life sometimes. We lack obedience in doing the simple things of what God has told us to do, and that's just pray, read your Bible, and go to church. We can't. We can't seem to fathom doing that, but God wants to make sure that we have obedience in our lives. Obedience brings access. I don't mind my children doing things for them when they're obedient. It gets access when you've been doing what you're supposed to do and living the way you're supposed to. It gets access, and that's the way God is. That's what the disciples showed 
in their action. They went back to Jerusalem and waited on the Holy Spirit. See, sometimes the church is infiltrated, been inculcated with some people who don't think uh, that they don't need to obey the Lord. Church has been devilishly, uh, has devilishly deviated from the plan that God has put down for us to systematically live our lives according to the scripture. And that poses a problem for those Christians who are trying to grow, those Christians who are trying to live right, because if the church is not right, <laughs> then how you expect people to be right who are in the church? Not only that, those who are around the church who may not have made a decision to be in church. They see all the, the, the goings on, the lack of faith, the things going on in the lives of God's people. And that is why sometimes people fall away from the church. But listen, listen, don't you let folk put you out to church. Don't you let people who live in lives that are passivists, uh, uh, possessing passivity toward uh, the power of Christ put you out of the church. But because you shouldn't be watching them anyway. You should be having your eyes on Christ. You should be focused on the cross. You know, my brothers and sisters, the obedience was notable in them gaining access to what Jesus had said he they were going to receive. And secondly, they kept continual fellowship. Verse 13 and 14a. When they arrived, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. And that first part of 14, they were all continually united. Hmm. Yeah, brothers and sisters, the unity is notable because they had been in disarray throughout the Gospels. Seems like they were always fighting and bickering. Who's going to be at his right hand? Who's going to be highest? Who's going to be the greatest? And they always seem to come, compose and keep up all this constant chatter around Jesus. And that just let you know, even with Jesus present, there's always going to be some folk talking noise. <laughs> there's always going to be some folk who going to talk themselves out of place. There's always going to be some folk who you're going to say, what in the world are they talking about? So-called Christians. And even around Jesus, these disciples seem to always be at odds over who was going to be the man. But right now they seem to be in a fellowship, in a harmony, in unity. What had changed? Peter still had the history of denying Jesus. Matthew was still a tax collector. Simon was still a zealot. The, difference was, the differences were still there, but having experienced the resurrection of Jesus in their hearts made greater difference than any difference they could come up with between themselves. Oh, brothers and sisters, that's a lot right there. Because sometimes 
instead of trying to see who's right or wrong, we just need to concentrate on the resurrection power of Jesus. Yeah, and trying to make sure who gets accolades for this and that. We just need to make sure that we're on the same team when it comes to understanding that Jesus died, rose again, and he still lives now. Yeah, we need to understand that. We need to get a grip with that. We need to make sure we take hold to that idea that the resurrected Jesus is more important than what you and I say. That the resurrected Jesus is more important than the differences that we may have with one another. But they continued in fellowship, in unity. Oh, brother and sister, that's what the church has to have now. You can't be blaming the church for your goings on in your life. The church didn't put you in what you're in, but the church can help you while you're in it. I tell you this all the time. Folk leave the church before they leave the job. Don't you know folk are talking about you at work? Don't you know they see you at the store? They may say something there. Don't leave the place where your help come from. Don't leave the place where you can get some power from on high. Matter of fact, matter of fact, friends don't let friends worship by themselves. Friends always invite. Friends always come and worship. Friends come and participate together in the name of the Lord. They continued in unity, continued in fellowship. Oh, that's what the church supposed to look like when you have fellowship and we're all on one accord with Jesus. We should be fellowshipping together in his name. Oh, brothers and sisters, beloved, your history, your past won't change. But we'll keep our eyes focused on the Lord. What you did in the past won't change. Now, that's done and that's done deed. That's, that's gone. Now. But only what you do for Christ <laughs> will last. So what you do going forward, read your Bible, pray, read your Bible and go to church. Well, I told you last week. Read your Bible, pray, read your Bible, and go to church. Pray, read your Bible, and go to church. Pray, read your Bible, and go to church. And you will see changes in your life. But they will continue in unity and fellowship. They put the resurrection of Jesus before their individual uh, attainments. And then look thirdly, and lastly, unless I hold you too long, 14b, after they were all continually united, united in what? In prayer. <laughs> in prayer. That's why I leave it right there. In prayer. Yeah, you keep on praying despite what you're going through. It was notable that they prayed, continued in prayer and supplication, and in this instance, supplication is a sense of desperation and earnestness 
in prayer. When was the last time you prayed desperately? When was the last time that you prayed earnestly to the Lord? And maybe not to get something, but just praying, thanking God for what he has done. Praying for your family. Matter of fact, Jesus' brothers didn't even get it till after he had left, after the resurrection. So don't give up on your family too soon. Yeah, God may still be working it out for you in that area. But what we keep praying, we offer some roots in hope, experience in joy, and we lived out by worship. When we pray to the Lord, it helps you in your worship. It adds joy to your life. And if you keep on dwelling in joy, praise will ultimately come about. Because where there's praise, that's where our faith in the risen Jesus Christ shall lead us. Wherever there's praise, there is always a focus on not the problem, but the problem solver. <laughs> Wherever there's praise, that's what the church should be doing now. <laughs> Praising when you're up. <laughs> Praising when you're down. <laughs> Praising when you're high. And praise them when you're low. But just keep on praising, no matter what you're going through. Because the devil, he tries to steal your joy. The devil, he's coming up with devilish, diabolical, dastardly plans to distract and derail you. But whatever you're facing, don't give up hope in Christ. Keep on praying. Keep it on obeying. And let's keep on fellowshipping. Because that's what the church should be doing now. Lifting one another up. In the midst of pain. Lifting one another up. In the midst of sorrow. Lifting one another up. In the midst of suffering. Lifting one another up. Because we can't give the devil any hope because he's already defeated and we have the victory so quit acting like you're down quit acting like it's over because God has it already worked out be not dismayed whatever be tired because God will Hear and answer your prayer. He will 
work things out for you. Whatever God done for you, you owe him some praise. Matter of fact, you already owe him before he's done it for you. You already owe him before it's already done. So matter of fact, give him praise on credit for all he's done and for all he's going to do. Why don't you give him praise through those tear-stained eyes? Give him praise even though your heart may be broken. Give him praise even if your mind is trying to go cray-cray. Give him praise when your haters getting on your nerves because he's able to do anything but fail. He's able to work it out for you. He's able, yes, to see you through. If you're in your house, somebody say yes, say yes, say yes. If you know it to be true, if you've been praying to an awesome God, if he's been working it out for you, won't he do it? Won't, won't, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yes. Yes. He will. He'll make it all right. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tired, weeping may endure for a night. But joy, somebody say joy. Joy, 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 joy. Coming in the morning, keep on praying. Keep on reading your word and keep on coming to church. Obey him and watch, 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 watch things work out. Yes. yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you. And be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true 
and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.